This is Healing Through Love. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Along the way, I'm going to talk to some of my wonderful friends and loved ones, um, as well as experts in the fields of dating, relationships, healing, and so much more. Today I have with me Kai Bryant, who is a good friend. Um, He's also a group fitness instructor and an aspiring uh, part-time actor. Kai was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, Bed-Stuy to be exact, and he feels very blessed to have made it to the ripe old age of 28. Um, Very excited for you guys to hear my talk with Kai. Uh, Before we do that, though, just a friendly reminder, if you are loving this podcast, please consider giving a five-star rating and leave me a review. Let me know how this experience has been for you. Also, please feel free to share about the podcast on social media. You can tag us at solidarity underscore media, and you can also head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to continue the conversation. If you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, we have polls and questions at the bottom of each episode that you can also play along with. Um, Thank you so much for all of your continued support, and I'm really excited to get into today's talk with you guys. Let's do it. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. I have with me today fitness instructor and aspiring actor, Kai Bryant. Kai, how are you? Hello, how are you doing today? It's good. It's good to see you. I like the shirt. Ambition. What is it? Feel, feel fuels the journey. Yes. yes, that's a great like mode and vibe to kind of start the show on. So you got to in fitness. You gotta you know gotta go into the right way. But um, yeah. no, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Um, I always like to make that known from thank the beginning. You. No, I appreciate you. Um, all right, well, we're, let's just dive right into it. Can you start by telling us a little bit just about how you were taught to love growing up um, and how you were loved by your caregivers? Okay, um, in terms of how I was taught to love, well, let me just talk about my parents in general. Um, I had both of my parents in my life. Um, both of them have been around my whole entire life. They've been together, I want to say 31 years now. Um, being a black man and seeing that, um, that's kind of rare. Uh, so it's a good thing that I've had that in my life. Um, and I just kind of learn from watching. I'm a visual learner. So um, for me, um, I just basically watch how my parents learn, love each other. You know, um, as you get older, of course, you learn more. But, um, you know, it's just it's they're a great example for me. Um, between them, um, my cousins, their relationships and their marriages. I've seen the ups and downs with them. They, they're older brothers to me because I don't have brothers. So, um, you know, I've seen their relationships. My older sister, um, I've seen how she's been and she's always given me um, more of a female perspective. My female cousins, it's just kind of like, you know, like I just learn, I give, I give and take from my family. So, um, and we're a very loving and caring uh, group of people, so. That's great. Wow, 30, 31 years, is that what you said? Yeah, oh 31. I feel like it's 31. If not, it's probably a little bit longer, but 31 sounds about right. I feel like they just definitely celebrated their 31st um, anniversary. That's incredible. Shout out to uh, Kai's parents and congratulations to them because that's that's a wonderful 
Uh, sounds like it's a very wonderful, rich, like grounded love. Um, what do you think like was maybe the secret sauce or like the key to like their long, long lasting relationship? Um, I would say their, the word I'm looking for, the partnership, like their friends, mm -hmm. their lovers. So I feel like that, that helps. But also, too, like, they're just partners, like, in everything. Um, you know, they're they're going to figure something out together. Even if they're pissed off at each other, they're like, all right, we're going to sit down and we're going to come up with this plan together and we're going to make it happen. So um, anything that my parents have ever done has been together and they always make it happen together. That's amazing. Dynamic duo. I love that. I always say that, like, I want, you know, if I'm if I'm Wonder Woman, like I want my Superman, right? Like I want like my partner in crime to just kind of like be there, yep. even good, bad, all the times, like just sort of helping me out. So that's wonderful that they found that in each other. Um, it, so yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say is is that's kind of like we live in a day and age now where it's hard to find that. So um, you know, and not a lot of people really have good examples. There's no really no real fault to them all the time. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's hard, you know, social media, um, makes it, makes it so that people feel like they have a whole bunch of options and that's not always the case. Um, but you know, people feel themselves and then they feel like they could do what they want and go where they want to do and go where they want to go and be with who they want to be with all the time. So I feel like, um, you know, it's just, it's just not the same. I felt like, um, everything now is just kind of like fabricated. Mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah uh, you yeah. know i'm glad that i've had a good example to go based off of absolutely well let's get into it today so like um it, it, i do think that there are definitely huge like generational differences for sure like we oh, are cool. living you know living in an age where like there's so much to like pull our attention to like you said like we feel like we got all these options out there and there's all these you know false narratives around like relationship goals and like what the ideal partnership is and everything um so how like going into you know maybe your early kind of dating days and dating experiences um what what was that like for you what sort of things were you pulling from to inform you about like how to be in a relationship oh all right so i say early car i was out the fuck side i was um i was just like very much like oh yeah i was a little i was a little bit of a slut bucket um but which is good i feel like you know um you kind of have to go through that you know um but for me it was just about also too like i played sports so at that time high school high school for me was just all about football like you know and then also too like i'll say one thing like i i study i've always studied for my relationships but i always say i also also always have studied women like I've studied women, how movements I've studied, um, you know, certain different kind of um, changes and patterns. Like I just, I pay very close attention to that. So, you know, and, and from a, from an early age, I've started doing that. So for me, you know, I say my first little girlfriend, whatever, you know, everything was cool, but you know, I've noticed that at a young age, women they like new things. You know, nobody really knows what they want. Same thing with us. Same thing with men. 
Um, but nobody really knows what they want. So, you know, deal with somebody for a little bit. Oh, I, I like this. All right, go ahead. I got football. Like, to me, football was my girlfriend. Football and track were my girlfriends. So it was like everything else was secondary. So if you wanted to come, cool. If you wanted to go, cool. I really didn't care. At the end of the day, everybody ended up coming back. But that's another story. <laughs> um, But, yeah, for me, it was just kind of like, you know, sports were – that was my priority, you know. um, I also was just very shy growing up. Um, Most of the time, women would talk to me because I just didn't know how to talk to girls. I was scared. Um, which believe it or not, yes, I was scared. I used to be a little shy. Um, but once I got into my first like real relationship, that's when I kind of like let my guard down, if that made sense. Um, and everything was cool. Like everything was cool. We were together for two years and then college came and you know how that goes. <laughs> um, she went away to school. I went away to school. Um, things just weren't the same. We ended up parting ways. Um, and that was kind of like the first real heartbreak that I've ever had. So that kind of put me in a place of I was in a state of depression. Like I was going through all types of stuff. Um, I also didn't like my school. Like I was just I was all over the place. Um, that summer, you know, she decided to want to come back around. I kind of saw the pattern after a certain point. She just wanted to keep me in her back pocket. Um, but I just didn't want to believe it. Uh, and then it got to a point where she went back to school and she started acting funny again. So at that point I was like, yeah, nah, fuck this. Like I'm, I'm going to go and do me now. And that's when I really, really like, like high school was bad, but I would say college was, was worse. <laughs> college was, but you know, I dated different women. I saw different stuff. Um, I saw different patterns, you know. I've been on both sides. I've been cheated on. I've cheated. Um, you know, like I like I've just took something from every single experience. A lot of people, they don't learn from their experiences. And me, like, nah, like I, I need to know, like, all right, she did this, so I need to pay attention so that this shit don't get done to me. But um, yeah, for me, my early, my early uh relationships definitely um helped form me, form who I am as a man. And they taught me a lot um, in, in general. That's great. Pa yeah. A lot of patience. I'll say that much too. That's a good word. Like if not ambition, it should be patience. Like that's another good like, word. Like, like a lot of people don't have patience, you know what I'm saying? And that's another, that's another problem that we have today in our generation. Like nobody has fucking patience. Everybody wants to be at a certain point but they don't know the iceberg. You ever see that that uh, iceberg meme when it like no one ever knows? Yeah. They see the little the tip of the iceberg, but they don't know under the water. Like there's really like a bigger foundation than that. So, um, patience, I definitely would say, is one of the biggest parts of of my growth that I've learned. And of course, I could always get more. But yeah. um, in terms of relationships, I learned a lot about patience. That's great. And that's a yeah, that's a good lesson to like that I'm starting to realize as well. Like, like you said, you know, people don't show all of themselves at the beginning of a relationship. Right. And so it's very easy, especially for someone like me, like, you know, I'm, I'm an empath. I'm an anxious type. I'm like very much I just want to just love everything about the person right in front of me. But like 
then I get into a trouble of like, I'm not really falling for who you really are. You know, I'm, I'm falling for like a potential of you or yeah, the, the, like the tip of what I'm seeing. Say it again. The facade, the, what you can be. Absolutely. Like a lot of people fall for the potential. Like me, I, I usually take time. Like when I start dating somebody, like to me, I believe in, I believe in three phases. I believe in the talking phase, the dating phase, and then we officially. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I don't feel like, oh, okay, like I I've done that before. That that shit don't work for me. I gotta first off, I gotta talk to you a little bit. You know, it's it's kind of like a car. Like I gotta test the car. You know, and once yeah. I test the car, I gotta I might have to you know test it a little bit one more time. I might have to lease it, and after I lease it, then I'll buy it. And and fine, you know, like I pay make all the payments off. Then all right, cool, I'll probably buy it. But like, I don't just like to jump into stuff. I like to take my time, get to know you, you get to know me, and then we go from there. Because you know, like you said, like it, it's it's you're falling in love with the potential of what somebody could be and not who they really are. You got to know good, the bad, and the ugly. I usually don't like really getting to a certain point with somebody a until like we're at a certain time frame like for me i usually give it like six to seven months before i really sit down and say like all right like let's talk about where we're going from here but also too like i i base stuff off of the first argument <laughs> i know that sounds a little toxic but to me, I believe in the in the idea that everybody's gonna argue at some point. Y'all are gonna disagree at some point, but I gotta know after this disagreement if we gonna bounce back from it, or if you're gonna hold on to that shit. Yes. You very, know? very true. Very, but very yeah, true. Me, I just like that. Like I pay attention to the little details, and also too, I would expect somebody to pay attention to the same shit with me because has to like you have to know who it is that you're gonna be involved with because a lot of people get into stuff just to have somebody like it's it's gotta be a long term thing. Like you can't just get into something just date. Like if you wanna be with somebody it's because you want to be with them. And they have to be your friend. I believe in that too. Like I gotta be your friend first before I'm your anything else. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful way to think about it. And like friendship takes just as much time to develop too as well so definitely being patient and yeah uh, letting letting people really feel safe enough or comfortable enough to reveal their full self so you can then make a better like more informed decision um, which is great uh, you mentioned that like you did a lot of uh, like studying of women what do you oh, think yeah. you've you've learned about um, women in your studies man I could write a book I'm not gonna say every <laughs> I can't give away all of the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> okay. One thing that I've noticed about women is y'all never know what the fuck y'all want. But you get to a point where you do. Mm-hmm. But even then, you still don't. But, um, you know, it's just kind of like, especially younger women, I feel like at when, when y'all get to a certain age, y'all kind of realize, like, all right, I think I know who I am as a person. And don't get me wrong. Us as people, we don't stop learning about ourselves until the day that we die. I want to, me personally, I want a woman that knows what she wants. 
I don't want somebody just like women want ambitious. She, they y'all have y'all's criteria. We have ours. Like I want somebody that's gonna know what they want. I want somebody that knows who they are, or at least has an idea of who they are. Because you could feel like you're one person one day and love for me and care for me, and then the next day you're like, oh, that's not really who I am. I feel like I'm this person now, and I feel like. Kai is tied to this person, so I want to move on from that. You know, and people change, feelings change. You know, like I like I need I need the same security that somebody else would want. When I'm not even an insecure person, like I'm the type of person you could wear what you want, go out, do what you gotta do. I really don't care. Just let me know that you are right. Mm-hmm. I'll be home when you get there. Got you know it. what I'm saying? And also, too, like, I pay attention to the company that is kept. Mm-hmm. Because if nine times out of ten, if your friend is moving a certain way, you're going to be moving a certain way, too, unless you really got a good one. And that's just the matter. That's the fact of the matter. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And, but, yeah, just little stuff like that. Like, I just pick up on the little things. Got it. Um. I think, I think all of that is very fair and valid and, and very, it, it gives me a sense of like maybe like your history and like what you've experienced, which is, which is fair. Um, mm-hmm. I do, I do think that it's, it, maybe these are generalizations that are less towards like just, just women, but more so just like a certain type of person, right? Like someone who is, obviously they don't know who they are. They're insecure with themselves. They have a lot of like self hatred or doubt or whatever going on. So you know, maybe because I, I there I've definitely experienced quite a few men who are similar to like what you're sharing about. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's good that you like recognize that that sort of pattern just in, in maybe like the types of person or types of people that you've been attracting. What are mm-hmm. some what are some positive things that you've learned about women? Positive things that I've learned about women. I've learned mm-hmm. that y'all could be very loving, mm-hmm. very caring. Um when y'all ride for us, y'all ride for us until the wheels fall off. Like, I've had my life. Shoot, I got a lady right now, actually. And, like, whatever I need. Like, she'll, she'll go the extra mile to give me stuff that I don't even need. But it's just like, all right, I'm thinking about you, so I'm going to get it for you. Like, that stuff like that goes a long way. Because even then, going back to where we are now in life, it's like, Everybody wants to be flown out and everybody wants this, that, and the third, and they're not really thinking about the other person. Like, you know, the the saying is the saying has always been a happy wife, happy life. Yes, I get that, but why can't your man be happy too? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's longevity right there. That's what keeps things going. Otherwise, you know things fall <laughs> yeah it's a two it's a two-way street you know a relationship is two people it's not just one person's very, very much a two-way street and i don't think a lot of understand that i feel like now it's kind of we're at a place now where you know everybody is just me 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 so um it's definitely a two-way street though and i feel like a lot of people have lost sight of that yeah absolutely um can we talk a little bit about the relationship that you're in now? How did you guys meet? How's it going? I saw uh, a little smile on your up. face. <laughs> not really, I'm not really a kisser and a teller, but um, sure. no, nah, it's been a little while now. Um, 
Mara at the gym. And it's crazy, too, because she'll be the one to tell everybody, like, yeah, I bagged you. And I'm like, you know what? You, you kind of did, but I initiated it because I did initiate it. But we ended up meeting through a mutual party. Um, and ever since then, it was, it was cool. You know, I don't really... I don't really gravitate to people right away, but she was cool. And what do you think makes um, this relationship different from those that the pattern and things like that, that you were speaking of uh, from your earlier dating? Um, it's fun. <laughs> like it's fun. Nobody wants to be in something that's not fun. Mm -hmm. Fun. Um, and it's a two way street. Like you can't. Like that's the best way to put it. Like you can't beat that. It's a fun, just a fun two-way street. We're not in the streets, but it's a fun two-way street. That's great. That's awesome. Um, and um, so you guys met at the gym, your fitness instructor. Do you feel mm -hmm. like your health and wellness, like fitness journey, like does that have any kind of impact on your dating or your relationships? Um, I definitely do. I definitely do. Um, I feel like so. So a little background. Um, I've been playing sports since I was in – I started playing football in the ninth grade, but I've always been, like, athletic. My whole family is athletic. So I kind of started, like, I want to say seventh grade is when I started, like, getting cut up and everything. Just one day I just woke up and I was just – like, it, it was weird. It was the craziest thing ever. And I didn't even realize it until I started getting compliments from girls at my school. <laughs> so – I definitely feel like it definitely does make an impact, especially for me too, because I'm on the shorter side. So, you know, I got I got something, something got to give, you know. I, I always make the joke, I never grew up, but I grew out. So um, I definitely feel like health and wellness. Also too, like, you know, you got to think about longevity as well. People don't want to always be with someone who doesn't take care of themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I know me, myself, personally, if I'm working out, my spouse, she, I work out too. Or at least she has to try. You know what I'm saying? My kids, my kids are going to be working out. Like, everybody has to work out. Like, <laughs> we all have to be in, in some kind of shape. But um, I definitely feel like it does have an impact on on everything in my life. Um, Not just dating, but um dating my work my workspace um my overall mental health like it just it's it's a human it's a humongous component to everything yeah i mean I, I i would definitely agree with that like even though you know maybe it might be nice to have some to date someone who's you know different from you if if it's so much a part of like your lifestyle like you said your job like everything about you then they they do have to have some kind of connection to what you you know what you're passionate about. Um, exactly. Otherwise, it's not gonna last. Anyone in the like like I'm not gonna be the only one in the gym. If I'm gonna be looking a certain way, like for you, you gotta give something. Gotta give like um sure. not that too. Like mm -hmm. even then, you coming to work, you coming to my job. Like I need I need that, you know. So absolutely. Well, that's great. Um. What do you feel like has been um, like a like your hardest lesson in love um, or your greatest gift from discovering or or on your journey to love? Um, hardest lesson, karma is real. 
Karma is what what goes around comes back around. It, it, it comes back around. It comes back around hard. Um, and I don't think a lot of people believe in that, but it it's it's true. Like I've been in situations where I'm like, all right, gotta chalk this up to the game. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not like I haven't been here before. I was just on the other side of it, so now I gotta you know, I gotta reap what I sowed. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I'll definitely say karma. Karma is definitely is definitely one of the hardest lessons I've learned. Um, yeah, yeah, karma. That's great. No, and that's that's a fair. I definitely believe in in the aspect of karma and like just even for yourself. Maybe not so much like for that other person, but just like yeah, I want to be I want to be able to leave a good mark with everybody that I interact with, no matter how the relationship kind of unfolds, just for my own like karma and protection, you know, like I don't, I don't want, you know, a bad reputation to start forming around my name for sure. Um, and then the second question was what, what's a gift that you think you've received from love? Gift, patience, mm -hmm. patience. Like I said, um, patience is, that's a gift that not a lot of people have. Not a lot of people have patience. So what's up boy? Is that your dog? Yeah. What's two of them? These these freaky two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do how is what's up? How is dating as a dog dad for you? Um, I feel like it's it's pretty regular. You know, every now and then people will see me with the dogs. I feel like they're I, I feel like dogs are like kids in the aspect of you know oh they're so cute you know so. I feel like it definitely, um, oh, here she is, as a matter of fact. Come on. Come say hello. This is, this oh, is hello. Hi, Bae. Oh. Yes. How are you? Good. Yes. Special guest uh, joining the podcast, everybody. What's your name? Nia. Hi, Nia. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm actually about to go grab our food now, so I'm excited. Oh. Real quick before you go, Nia, can you tell us, like, how has it been dating Kai? Oh, it's the best thing ever. I feel so secure, you know? Wow. That's a great, that's that's the word. That's the word right there. <laughs> it was Love nice it. to <laughs> Nice to meet you. Thanks for popping in. <laughs> wow. Okay, guy. That's great. Like How two you... bombs. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> you did good. You did good. Yeah. No, that's great. Awesome. Well, I, I, I want, don't want to hold you guys up. Um. This has no, been a wonderful, yeah. I had to be, like I said, I appreciate you for having me. Thank you for talking with me. Really quick, my last question, you know, um, how do you, like the show is called Healing Through Love. So how do you feel like you heal through love? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, I feel like me personally, um, I've done, and this is a lot of, a lot of people need to do more of this. Um, I haven't done it in a while, though, but I've done therapy. Um and I've learned coping mechanisms. And then also too, I've just learned more about myself through therapy. But, um, you know, for me, one of the biggest things that I took away from that was, um, you know, you could be mad, you could be upset, but after a certain amount of time, you just gotta let that shit go. Let it go for you, but not even just for you, you're just blocking blessings, holding on to shit, you know? Um, so I definitely would say, you know, letting go of 
the pain and the hurt because if you hold on to that going into the next situation, then you're just going to keep repeating a vicious cycle. Or you're just going to take it out on the next person, and that's not fair to the next person. Absolutely. That's a great, great little tip to end on, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to take yeah. that one for myself for sure. Yeah, nah, you definitely like, you know, at the end of the day, we're all people, we all make mistakes, you know. Some people are just, you know, hurtful and spiteful people. Some people are just evil people. Some people just, you know, they just don't know better. And some do know better, but they just want to do what they want to do. At the end of the day, you know, karma, you got to be patient. That karma is going to hit them however it hits them, but you can't hold on to that. You just got to let that happen however it's going to happen. But you have to move on with your life because if you stay stuck in the past, then how are you going to move on with the future? Mm, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Kai. Really appreciate talking with you. Where can people find you? How can we keep up with your journey? Um, So you can find me on Instagram. Um, I have two pages, at Lil Herc Official. That's L-I-L. H-E-R-C, and then official. And then the other one is Lil Herc 2 official. Um, L-I-L-2. Oh, L-I-L-H-E-R-C 2, and then official. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. You guys can check that out. Um, Lil Herc official, same name as the um, Instagram name. And I also have a TikTok. Same exact thing, Lil Herc official as well. So you guys can follow me, check my stuff out. Um, I just lift big stuff and I'll put it down. Yeah. You know, um, definitely, definitely go follow Kai. Even if you're not into picking up big stuff and put it down, like watch him do it because it's incredible sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Um, thank you again hey. so much, Kai. <laughs> Appreciate you. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Healing Through Love. As always, if you head to the show notes of this episode, you can find links to get in touch with today's guest. Please feel free to reach out with any questions or comments about today's episode on social media by tagging us at solidarity underscore media, or you can also head to solidaritymediaproductions.com. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for you guys to join me on another episode of Healing Through Love. Take care, y'all. Bye. <laughs>